Friday is on our minds again as we rapidly approach a Christmas and holiday season where most of our gatherings will be virtual, but hopefully just as meaningful. This is the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter and Newscast for Friday, December 4th. This installment is mostly powered by information from last night's meeting of the Thomas Jefferson Planning District Commission. Charlottesville seeks cooperation to keep gatherings in city parks below 25 people. Virginia will soon move into a new phase of its rent and mortgage relief program. And the Memorial to Enslaved Laborers at the University of Virginia has won another award. Today's Patreon-fueled shout-out is for the Plant Northern Piedmont Natives Campaign, an initiative that wants you to grow native plants in yards, farms, public spaces, and gardens in the northern Piedmont. Native plants provide habitat, food sources for wildlife, ecosystem resiliency in the face of climate change, and clean water. Start at the Plant Northern Piedmont Natives Facebook page and tell them Lonnie Murray sent you. The seven-day average for positive PCR tests in Virginia has climbed to 9.5%, up from 8.8% yesterday and 7.3% a week ago. There are another 2,877 cases reported today. The Blue Ridge Health District posted another 80 cases, with 40 cases from Albemarle, 18 cases from Charlottesville, 6 from Fluvanna, 5 from Green, 5 from Louisa, and 6 from Nelson. There have been no new COVID-19 fatalities reported in the health district since November 26th. The statewide fatality count is 4,160 today. The city of Charlottesville will begin to more closely monitor gatherings at city parks, including the recently opened skate facility in McIntyre Park. That's according to a press release sent out this morning. Last weekend, more than 75 individuals were observed in the skate park at one time. The nature of such activity makes social distancing difficult, and many participants were observed without face coverings. Increased supervision and enforcement of the city's COVID-19 ordinance would lead to city employees being placed at an even greater risk during a critical stage in the pandemic. Violation of the gathering rules is either a Class 3 or Class 4 misdemeanor and comes with a $500 fine. City Council is expected to vote Monday on an extension and update of the local declaration of a public health emergency. A local regional government agency will soon wind down its administration of a statewide rental and mortgage relief program. Christine Jacobs is the housing coordinator for the Thomas Jefferson Planning District Commission. She briefed representatives from area localities last night about the statewide program. As of last week, 23.9 million in emergency um, assistance has been deployed in less than five months. And over 8,800 households across the Commonwealth have received emergency support. Jacobs said the TJPDC's contract with the Virginia Department of Housing and Community Development will end on December 31st. After that, the state agency will contract with one private company that will take applications from landlords seeking relief and a second that will process applications from homeowners and tenants. Jacobs said the TJPDC stopped taking applications on Monday. Starting uh, December 1, which was Tuesday of this week, all new applications are processed through that state-level point of intake. Jacobs said a final report on how much funding TJPDC has been able to distribute will be available in the middle of the month. Mid-month also is when they will begin to advertise a public launch of RMRP 2.0. 
Right now, it is more of a soft launch because the regional agencies are still under contract and they're still able to process applications. Locally, the TJPDC has distributed $1.3 million in funding and has another $274,000 request pending with the DHCD. The Thomas Jefferson Planning District Commission is prepared to move ahead with regional administration of additional taxes on cigarettes should area localities decide to impose them. Counties can begin to levy such taxes as of July 1, 2021. David Blunt is the legislative liaison for the TJPDC. Counties are starting to look at discussing their budgets for fiscal year 22 uh, that begins next July. Um, They're looking at the cigarette tax uh, as an option uh, for implementing in that next budget. The TJPDC hosted an information session this week on the tax and how it may be collected. There is a Northern Virginia Cigarette Tax Board that covers 19 localities, and that arrangement is an option for this region. Blunt also briefed the commission on the upcoming General Assembly session, which is scheduled to convene on January 13th. There is some question at this point as to if the session is going to be its typical uh, 46 days, which is um, uh, what the short sessions uh, usually are, as opposed to the long session of 60 days, or if it's only going to be 30 days. The Virginia Constitution restricts sessions in odd-numbered years to 30 days unless a two-thirds vote in both the House of Delegates and the Senate agree to extend it. Here a couple of weeks ago, um, the GOP Republican leadership uh, indicated that they were not going to be willing to uh, go along with extending the session this year. So uh, that remains to be seen where we land, you know, when we get to Richmond on January 13th. Blunt said the General Assembly met for two months in special session this fall and will meet again for a redistricting special session in the spring. The House of Delegates will meet remotely and the Senate will meet on site. Uh, We do expect fewer bills this year uh, because of some limitations that the House and Senate have put on themselves. In other TJPDC-related news, Executive Director Chip Boyles said the agency is seeking a grant from the Virginia Department of Transportation to pay for a transportation study of U.S. 29 between Airport Road in Albemarle County and Ruckersville in Greene County. There's a lot of growth happening in both Albemarle and Greene in that section. In recent years, U.S. 29 in the Hollymead area has been widened to six lanes, VDOT will begin construction of a reconfiguration of the junction of U.S. 29 and U.S. 33 next winter. But what about the miles in between? We think it's really, really important for this this corridor of statewide significance um, to begin to be looked at to fill that gap. At the end of the meeting, commissioners from throughout the region had the ability to check in. Jesse Rutherford of the Nelson Board of Supervisors said his county is working with the Central Virginia Electric Cooperative on an ambitious goal. We're about to cut a deal with the co-op. Albemarle, are you listening? Please, I hope you are. Uh, That 100% of the residents of Nelson County will have access to fiber internet by 2024. At the conclusion of the meeting, TJPDC Chair Dale Martin of Greene County had these words. To all the commissioners who are present, it's been a very tough year. It's been a tough year for everybody involved. Uh, I know that you've been struggling personally, struggling with your citizens, localities, uh, trying to do its best for your community, um, and also struggling to attend these meetings. 
I want to say thank you for all of your efforts. This is a very unusual time in our history. And I think that each of you are doing a tremendous job as well. The TJPDC will next meet on February 4th, 2021. The University of Virginia Memorial to Enslaved Laborers has been awarded the honor of Project of the Year by the Architects newspaper. The memorial was completed earlier this year and was designed by Howler and Yoon Architecture in collaboration with Mabel O. Wilson and Greg Bleem, landscape architect. According to an article on UVA Today, the diameter of the memorial is the same as the rotunda and contains the names of those people who are known to have been enslaved, as well as placeholders for those whose identities and stories are waiting to be told. And that's it for this installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter and Newscast. We'll definitely be back on Monday with another installment, but there might be one for Saturday. This is another opportunity for me to tell you that if you have enjoyed this program, the most important thing you can do is to share it with somebody that you think might be interested in it. The whole goal is to get the numbers up who are listening and reading this material so that we can maybe as a community become much more better informed about uh, all of the issues that face us. I'm Sean Tubbs, your host, and uh, in the meantime, stay safe out there.